0: What's up, you guys? Welcome back to Table for Two podcast. I'm your host, Kirsten, and I'm so excited that you're joining me on the podcast today. You guys, we did it. We have made it to the end of season two. Oh my goodness, I cannot believe we actually did it. If you've been listening, you probably know that this season has been a struggle with a capital S, y'all. So for context, this year has just been pretty wild. Um, I was in grad school, graduated in May. Praise God. I uh, Yes, that's just, yeah. Praise the Lord that we made it. Um, <laughs> and then all of June and part of July, I was serving at an incredible summer camp that I just love so much. Um, this is my second year, and I had an amazing time serving at that camp. And then after that, I was home for a little while then I went to Chicago and had an incredible trip and an incredible time with my Generation Distinct family and if you know me at all or you listen to the podcast you know already how much I love Generation Distinct and I love my family um So yeah, this summer has just been wild. Lots of traveling, hardly being at home. Um, And in the midst of all that, while I was at camp, I have to shout out my sister because she was running the podcast Instagram for me for quite a few weeks. So shout out to you, sister. You're the best. If y'all know, I call her my creative director of all things Table for Two Podcast because she's just always helping me out. So shout out to you. Um, And y'all, let's just say... Let's convince my sister to join us here at the table sometime very soon. Cool? Cool. All right, guys. So we are about to get into what is called tabletop moments. And if you were here last season, you already know what this is about, you guys. Um, This is our episode where we kind of look back and recap on some of the best moments, those quotable moments, those moments where it was just so good and all about what we do here at Table for Two. And so I'm so excited. We had some incredible guests this season. And so we're going to jump right in. Um, And so yeah, buckle your seatbelts. And y'all know I've got my coffee right here in hand. Um, So I hope that you grab your favorite beverage, your favorite snack, and you're ready to just recap on all things season two. So let's dive into it. We are kicking off this tabletop episode with none other than the amazing and incredible Georgia Brown. You guys, I love Georgia so much much I think her heart is just so beautiful and I love the way she honors God in everything that she does and during this conversation we talked about stewarding our singleness so let's look at some of my favorite moments from this conversation
1: we don't go through anything to just end it there everything Mm -hmm. that we go through is for our good and for God's glory for those who are in Christ Jesus and so you know I've been through some stuff, girl, you have been too. And sometimes it stinks to have to go through these seasons, but I'm so grateful that we can share them. Mm -hmm. So our other sisters and brothers out there may not have to go through what we went through. I knew who God was, but I just didn't have a personal relationship with Jesus. Mm -hmm. And man, it's just like, you know, you can sit in a garage and you're still not a car and you can sit in a church and you are still, that doesn't make you a Christian. It is this mark of a personal relationship with Jesus. And when I finally surrendered to that and just said, Jesus, I need you. Like you are who I need. No boy can satisfy. It just was leaving me empty time and time again. I finally found the joy of who I was. If you are not enjoying who you are and where you are today. Where are you trying to find that joy? Just make it fun. Singleness is not a season that is meant to be endured. Singleness is a season that's meant to be enjoyed. And so, man, like anything, it's a season. So enjoy it for the season. It is not forever.
0: So good. Enjoy the season for what it is. Such a good reminder if you're someone who is struggling with your singleness or just maybe not even struggling, but you just want to learn how to make the most of your time while it is just you, yourself, and you, (laughs) then definitely go check out that episode. If you have not, because I guarantee you it'll bless you and there's so much good practical advice in that episode. Up next, we are looking back on our episode with the wonderful Kayla Nordlum. And in this episode, we talked all about toxic relationship cycles, how to break those, um, and yeah, how to just be in healthy relationships. And this was a conversation that, man, I think for weeks after recording it and while editing it, I just got something different out of it every single time. But let's just take a moment to look back at some of the amazing moments that happened during this conversation.
2: The thing that I'm the most passionate about is helping women not settle. Um, wow. And I think it's so easy to settle in this social media world where you know we want to look like everyone else, but as Christians... We're called to stand out. We're called to be set apart. And that goes for specifically to our relationships and our future marriage as well. Healthy dating starts with a healthy you. So toxic dating starts with a toxic you. And so at the root of it all, the whole root of settling, the whole concept of settling is believing that you can pick better now than God can pick later. As soon as you start thinking that like you've got it under control without God, which is what I did for many, many years... I think is where you really start to realize how much you really do need him. When you are picking from pain, you're not going to pick right. Discipline is really the start of healing, you know, having friends where you can be accountable and you can talk to them about, you know, who you're talking to or, you know, whatever, but it really does come down to making sure that you are are moving in a direction that is healthy.
0: So so good at the root of settling, is believing that you can pick better now than God can pick later. Come on, somebody. That is so good. Man, I seriously loved that conversation that I had with Kayla. Um, If you have not listened to it, as I said before, go stream these episodes in their entirety because there's so much goodness in them. Also, if you heard that little meow that is my sweet cat Gracie trying to make her presence known. So in the heart of keeping it real here at the table, we are going to leave that in because I think it's so cute. But we are going to look back on our conversation with my friends Lillian Addison of Boldly Created. We talked all things finding your tribe, especially in a season of singleness, but just in general, how to find your people. So Let's check out some of the bomb drop moments that happened during that conversation.
3: If you don't have community, you won't have any friendships. Like that's where all mine really started. I met Lily in a small group, Mm -hmm. um, and I have most of my best friends I met at church. So I think just really, you know, being plugged in and like having that time outside of just like classes and work of like, okay, this is my fellowship. This is my community. This is where I feel safe and. Than seeing like kind of letting the Lord guide those friendships and seeing what happens. It can be easy sometimes to stop fostering, I guess, those relationships because you're like, okay, I already have them. Like they're going to be my BFF for life. Like mm-hmm. I don't have to do anything else. Um, I've already like won them over, type of deal. Mm-hmm. But I think it's really easy to fall into that. Um, and we should continue to, you know, treat our friends like we just met them and like continue to be a light of the Lord to them and I think that just being aware and um really intentional with your friendships even after you've had them for years I think it's to be authentically yourself I feel like if you're trying to be someone else you won't really have a friendship to foster because Mm -hmm. I mean no Mm -hmm. one really wants to hang out with someone who they really aren't um for me I really want to know like who the Lord's created you to be and called you to be I don't want to like, know somebody that you're trying to be. Um, and I know that can be hard sometimes. I just feel like that's really important of like just staying true to who you are and not like putting on a facade of who you aren't.
0: So good. I truly enjoyed that conversation all around fostering friendships and figuring out how to find the friends that you're called to do life with. Um, so, next up, we are going to be looking at our conversation with the lovely Jelly Lot Williams. This was by far one of the most eye-opening and just incredible conversations that I believe happened this season. And we talked about having Jesus and a therapist too, which if you are in the Christian sphere at all, and even if you're not, you know how much stigma can be around following Jesus and struggling with your mental health. So there's so much goodness in this conversation. So let's look back on some of those moments.
4: I would say that Jesus himself sought help. Right. like Jesus who had the direct connection to God sought help. And so to say that the only help that I need is Jesus, I think is not following what Jesus, you know, um, you know the WWID, like what would Jesus do? It's not following what Jesus actually did mm. you know, when he was walking the earth. And that he's such a kind and loving God that he's not our only help. Right. So he gives us friends. Mm. He gives us resources and he gives us support such as therapy. You are loved. And that that is something I say all the time at the end of my YouTube videos because I truly want people to believe that about themselves. And because you are loved, God wants you to get the help that you need. He wants you to get the support that you need. And if you're feeling shame around it, only way to break the feeling of shame, especially when it comes to mental health, is through. And so by actually following through and getting the support that you need. I actually am a firm believer um, outside of just therapy and having friends that are not of the faith. And one of the main reasons why is because it challenges your faith in good ways, right? Like in general, it's helpful because it it forces you to check on your beliefs because you'll be questioned as to like why you believe this or help me to understand where that belief comes from. And for a lot of Christians, they don't know. They just believe something because that's what the church told them to believe or that's what their family has always believed. And so it forces you to come to a more grounded place with your beliefs that you can't really do when your beliefs are assumed by other people that are of the same faith, That that makes sense. Even in the midst of your struggle, you are loved by God. And if you're listening to this right now, I want you to just say that out loud to yourself. Even in the midst of my struggle... God still loves me. And just allowing the power of what that means and the weight of what that means to just go and shower over you from the top of your head to the soles of your feet and let it really permeate your every being. It gives you permission to struggle. It gives you permission to say that I am not okay right now to God. And it gives you permission to invite God into the mess, right? That we don't have to hide it from him. That we're allowed to not be okay, right? That we're allowed to have that space to say lord i need you and i don't know what to do show me what to do
0: so good even in the midst of my struggle i am loved by god man that is so good i feel like some of us need to write that all over the place in all of our spaces i hope that that encouraged you and next up we are going to look at our conversation with gloria umana who i just really respect and love and fun fact Did not know this was going to happen, but obviously we recorded the episode together. And then this past weekend, I had the honor of actually meeting her face to face in Chicago. And it was so awesome to meet her. So Gloria, if you're listening, you're awesome. And thanks for all you do. So we're going to look at some of my favorite moments from this conversation.
5: The fact that you are here exactly where you are breathing right now is proof that you are a miracle. The beauty about our existence is that we have the ability to hope. And I think this hope comes from the ability to identify these lies that we believe. It comes from the ability to identify what we are feeling that is contrary to what we know is true, but it hangs on tenaciously to a few reasons to keep going. So I think look around. Find those reasons, though there are grounds for despair all around us. I think a healthy mind knows how to bracket negativity in the name of endurance. It clings to evidence of what is still beautiful and kind and good. It refuses to let itself be silenced by the chaos that's in favor of rage all around us. And so I would just encourage you to look around, find the beauty, find the good, and remind yourself that the story doesn't end here and it will not always be this way
0: so beautiful I could listen to that like over again Um, there's so much power in that and so I encourage you like at the end of this podcast take a minute and just run that back listen to it again um, because there's just so much encouragement in that Um, again I absolutely loved that conversation with Gloria and there was so much I could have pulled out of that episode but I just felt like that was one moment that I really wanted to highlight Next up, we're looking at our conversation with the awesome Tanner Olson, aka Written to Speak. Um, this was a real like full circle moment for me. I've been a fan of Tanner for a long time, so getting to have this conversation was super special. So let's take a moment to look back on this awesome conversation.
6: I had no idea I was branding myself. That was just something that I was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so there wasn't really like a method to the madness. It was It was more so just like... Oh, I know that my mission as a writer is to write, speak, and live honest words of love and to spread hope and to announce love. And this is the way that I'm going to live that out. As you write and as you journal, like you get to work through a lot of different questions and ideas and wonderings and misunderstandings and beliefs and hurts and hopes and and all the things. And so every day that I sit down to write, uh, not only do I get to just sit with God and create um, but I get to learn more about him as well. Nothing good really comes from 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 trying to force it. When I don't have the words to write, that just means it's time for me to do something else. It's time for me to go get a cup of water because maybe I've had too much coffee and my mind just can't really keep up. Like it's time to go walk the dog. It's time to go pray. It's time to go do something else. Like, you know, if we look at writer's block as an invitation to do something else, um, then that might change it for us. Um, but I also know there's something about like, stepping away from the screen or the piece of paper and and going to be in the world. I mean, words can, they can shape us and and heal us and shift us and move us and invite us into something more. We can hear the same thing from 10 different people, but there might be one person who says it in a way that we hear it, Mm. right? There might be one person who just words it in a way, meets, makes eye contact with us at the right time, when, when we hear something honest and something true and something hopeful as if we had never heard it before, but we are hearing it for the first time. My hope with the, with the things that I write and the things that I share on the internet is just to to be honest and to spread hope and to hopefully encourage people to to lean into their relationship with God. And when we do the things that we love, it is a form of worship. Um, like we know that God delights in us when we do the things that the good things that we were have been invited to do, right? Mm-hmm. Like so like to keep keep doing those things.
0: So good. I absolutely love that reminder of just the beauty and the power of the words that we speak and the words that we share Um, and even the words that others share with us. There's so much power in words. And I just love how Tanner really encourages others that their creativity can be a form of worship unto the Lord. So next up, we are getting close to the end But next up, we have none other than the incredible Mary Fry. This was a conversation that really pushed me out of my comfort zone um, because it was one that was deep. It was talking about trusting God in the midst of chronic illness, which is not something that I personally can relate to. um, But I felt it was an important conversation that really can help us um, analyze our trust in the Lord um, and have wisdom for moments that maybe health issues may arise or things just don't seem to be going the way we hoped how can we still trust God in that place so let's look back on that conversation with Mary
7: just some life experiences have taught me that sometimes there's just not time for chit chat like mm. just be real and sometimes yeah. realness is like laughing because you just farted really loud. And I (laughs) love that sort of thing, being honest. and, And a lot of times tears are involved. I was sitting there just thinking, like, I thought... I trained to be the teacher. I thought I drove 13 hours to be the teacher, to be here. Mm. But really, God was the teacher, and he was teaching me. And he took me to Psalm 57, and it says, Be merciful to me, O God. Be merciful to me, for in you my soul takes refuge. In the shadow of your wings, I will take refuge till the storms of destruction pass by. And here's where the powerful part was for me then and still is twenty or 17 years later. Um, I cry out to God Most High, to God who fulfills his purpose for me. And I think in that moment, it struck me like God will fulfill his purpose. And it Mm. sure doesn't look like what I thought I was being used for. But um, the way that God was shaping my heart all those years ago has taught me that God can and will use me and use my circumstances. And sometimes it's just to teach my own heart. Mm. And that's okay. It's okay that it doesn't look like I thought. And my my mind and my heart and my palms need to be open, meaning I'm not holding, grasping tightly to what I thought, what I wanted. But mm. opening my palms to say, Lord, what? How is this working right now? And I, my palms are open and submitted to to learn and grow however and whenever you would teach me.
0: So, so good. May we always be people who live our lives with our hands completely open and surrendered to whatever it is God wants to teach us, do in us, or use us for. Um, And I just love that Mary and her life is a constant reminder of that. Well, guys, we are coming to our last conversation that happened in season two and it's time to wrap it up and we are wrapping it up with none other than the amazing kirby kelly y'all this was such a fun conversation and one that is like if you're not stirred to go read your bible and start studying his word after this then i really don't know what will get you stirred but um without further ado let's look back on this conversation where we talked about all things theology and studying god's word with kirby
8: For those of us who just so desire for God to communicate to us or for us to abide in him and know him more, we have to get in a practice and a discipline of reading his word. We have been given this privilege to have the compiled word of God that so many people do not have access to and that so many people fought to bring together in in the early church. Hey, when you're reading the word, you're like, what does this mean rather than just like skipping over it ask the question and mm. seek out the answer because that will give you a more well-rounded view of the word of god of what was going on all of these things point to us knowing god better and more and like in any relationship we have to ask questions we can't just leave it at oh well i don't really know what that means or i don't really know what that means about you or or who this person is you're talking to But I'm just going to brush it to the side and never actually get to know the deeper things about you. No, we have to learn how to ask better questions.
0: So good. If you really want to know the heart of God and understand who he is and learn to abide in him, that starts in getting in the word and being willing to ask the hard questions. Man, what a season this was. Oh, my goodness. I cannot say thank you enough to... Everyone that's listened to this season, whether you've listened to one episode or all of them, it means so much to me and especially to all of the guests that joined me this season. This, yeah, the season wouldn't be what it was without you guys. So thank you for taking time to sit down and talk with me um, and bring all of your wisdom and incredible voices to this table. So you guys, if we finish season two, that can only mean it's about time for season three, right? Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. I cannot wait for season three, but I'm going to be honest, I don't have a date yet. (laughs) I do not have a date, but I have already started working and planning on season three. So even though we do not have a date, I want to just give you guys a little bit of insight on what to look forward to on season three. So starting with social media and all things content. My dream is to become a video podcast and an audio podcast, of course. We'd never lose that. Um, but it's the hope that soon enough we will be able to also be a video podcast. But we're not quite there yet. So, in the meantime, all I got to say is follow us on Instagram. And also, I finally did it, guys. I ripped off the band aid, and Table for Two podcasts is now on TikTok. You can find us on TikTok at Table for Two Podcasts, just like the Instagram. Um, And I'll be posting more consistent content, some video content. um, And yeah, just some exciting things that we can all just kind of spend more time together throughout the week, whether than just hanging out on the podcast, especially since we are about to go on a break. And so definitely follow us on Instagram and TikTok so that you don't miss out on any of the upcoming content. And of course, so that you know exactly when season three will start once we have a date. If you want to help make season three happen, and you are like, I've got an incredible topic idea, or I know someone that you should have on the podcast, or you guys want me to join you on your podcast, whatever it is, you can email table for two at table for two podcast at gmail.com with any questions, any topics, anything, anything at all, just if you want to chat it doesn't matter. Just send me an email. Um, and I would love to, yeah, talk back with you, email you back, use your ideas that you give, invite your people that you want on the podcast, whatever it is, I'm pumped, email it to me. Um, and then yeah, last but not least, just thank you for rocking with the podcast. And if you've loved the podcast so far, if it's meant something to you, It would mean a lot if you share it with a friend and if you subscribe and also if you leave a rating or review on whatever streaming platform you use. Give it some stars. Give it a review, something, whatever. That would mean a lot. And yeah, I cannot wait to launch season three and to be back here at the table with all of you guys and hopefully more people that are joining our family um, that love to just be honest and bring everything we've got to the table and allow God to use it. So without further ado, that is a wrap on season two. I can't wait for what's about to come. I love you guys and I will talk to you soon. Bye.